0: Hello and welcome to Loose Units. We are today doing a show that is brought to you by Alone Australia, which is not your average survival series. It is streaming free exclusively on SBS On Demand. Now, listeners, we've talked about this show a fair bit before. Dad and I have talked about Alone because I've chatted with Lucas Miller from the first season of the show, and Dad and I have often argued about whether or not we'd be able to survive in the wilderness. But ostensibly, the show is 10 Aussies get dumped in the middle of the Tasmanian wilderness, and they have to survive as long as they can. And the whole thing self-documented, and it is absolutely incredible. And so today we are talking with one of the people who was stranded in the middle of Tasmania for (laughs) Alone Australia. Kate, you grew up in South Australia, and you've done lots and lots of things, which I would say make you supremely overqualified for this show. But (laughs) what was it like actually putting your money where your mouth is and going out there to do it?
1: Oh, it's just uh, such a amazing opportunity i think that's that's the biggest one you know i'm, I'm a fan of the um, alone series and you know you sit there on the couch watching it and you're like oh yeah i can i could do that i could do this and then actually getting the opportunity to to live out um i guess that dream or that fantasy yeah it's it's incredible um and it's i guess you know you try and preempt all the things that might be difficult and i guess you just there's always going to be things that you can't predict, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's true. But you seem to have, I mean, you've got a lot of skills. You know, you're a you're a wildlife biologist, you're an expedition leader, you understand, you know, um, different plants and animals, and you can probably mm. like jump tall buildings in a single bound. But what <laughs> what specific skill set do you have that you think makes well makes you uniquely qualified to survive out there alone?
1: I think I'm extremely comfortable outdoors. I do a lot of solo hiking and I guess I find nature is a it's just a powerful thing for me whenever I'm out in nature it's like I guess I call it like my safety nets where I go and say you know terrible things happen in my life it's it's a place that I use I guess as my mental health support whenever I need that extra bump and so having that base level of being happy and comfortable in nature I think is a huge asset because you know it's it's an extremely uncomfortable experience and you know, having, I guess, that base level of comfort in nature, I think was very, very helpful.
2: Are we allowed to ask you what you were allowed to bring with you? I mean, was it sort of a situation where they gave you a choice? Like they had a table and they had all these different things and you got to choose three yeah. or how did it work?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm allowed to specifically name what I brought, but I can certainly talk about that. And, um, you know, they've released on sort of social media and that the, the list of items and, and, you know, being a fan of the previous seasons, um, you know, you always start to wonder like, oh, what would I bring? Would I bring this? Would I bring that? And I think I'd never actually sat down and nutted out what I would want to bring. But once I had that little list in my hand, um, it was really fun. I Basically what I went through and I just sort of, you know, immediately just crossed things off that you don't want. And so then I, I think I sort of rounded out to about 15 items and obviously, you know, then you got to pair it back. It's like, okay, well, would I rather take this? or that is there something I could use instead of that particular item. So it was, it was a really fun process to be doing that for real, um, Mm -hmm. selecting those items.
2: And when you were sort of in amongst it, did you then have any sort of thoughts as to you wish you'd chosen something else? Did that happen?
1: No. And I was, I was like, extremely grateful that I was Very, very happy with everything that I brought. And I think that's why, you know, I'm a scientist. That's why I did so much research into every single item that I took because I knew I did not want to be sitting out there, (laughs) you know, freezing my ass off thinking, why didn't I bring this particular item? And I just didn't want that.
2: So, so fascinating. Were there any time, are you allowed to sort of give us a hint as to whether or not you had any, let's say, emotionally really, really bad days where you just were thinking... (sighs) you know, just where, where sort of you got to explore maybe even deeper recesses of your mind that you perhaps had never even gone to before.
1: A hundred percent. Like I reckon almost, and not, not necessarily bad, but when in this life, you know, with, you know, our phones and our work and our social media, do you ever get to just boom, switch that off? And I have never had that opportunity before. And that alone was was um a beautiful thing to experience it was very challenging um not having any input or it allowed you to sort of dig down and I guess I mean I probably wouldn't have done it if I felt like there was any demons that could have risen up from the ashes to you know knock me for six but I mean who doesn't if you've got that much time on your own with no input you you, you do you start to dig into how am I living my life uh, am I happy with how I'm doing that is there anything I'd like to change and That in itself, I think, is the life-changing experience of being a part of this show.
0: Has it changed your life? I mean, have you come back and has it rewired the way you interact with the modern world now?
1: Everything. Like, uh, it's, yeah. I mean, I still, you know, you slip back into, you know, sort of your ruts here and there. But I will be sitting there at dinner with my family and just think, wow. (laughs) You know, like, I'll be out, out the pub with my mates and I'll just, like, hear everyone banter and laughing and I just sort of sit there for a moment and just just be grateful of uh,
2: being there yeah it's changed everything I think and Kate I I read in your bio that when you were younger you tried to and shame on the scouts for not accepting you because I'm looking at you (laughs) and I'm thinking wow you you are you're an icon for the scout movement but do you think that's going to and congratulations on the birth of your I believe it's a daughter
1: yeah, daughter, yeah. So
2: so when you were away, did you, you know, the timing, did you then sort of at any point have second thoughts as to maybe uh, should you go or?
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, like oh, leaving, uh, I think she was six months old at the time, Is it's hard. Like um, it was really hard. And I guess I, I just like, you know, talking to my partner and she was very supportive and she just said, just go as long as you're healthy, um, mentally well and physically well, just keep going. And having, you know, that backing, I guess, made it possible for me to go because I couldn't have gone if, if she wasn't fully on mm. board and we didn't have the support of her um, parents. Uh, yeah, I think the whole way up to, you know, getting to boot camp, you're like, mm, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? Uh, am I being crazy? Like, what am I doing? And, you know, the, the element also of just putting yourself out there on telly, like, I mean, this is a dream to go and do a survival experience like this, but then to have it documented on telly is like, Uh, You're like, this could go horribly wrong.
0: (laughs) The documentation's an interesting thing for me because, like you said, we're all very plugged in, we're all very connected, and you had to film yourself. With that in mind, if you are your own kind of camera operator, did you make sure you looked presentable before you got there, or did your (laughs) all of your sort of pretenses and all of your um, hang-ups just disappear after a while? (sighs)
1: That's a really good question. I mean, I think yeah, after a while, you just sort of. I, I guess it's just a, a something that you're doing in your life and somehow it becomes normal. And I, I mean, I think I tried to just be me and I like, I, I guess I'm me generally in every aspect of my life. So that for me came pretty easy. I didn't feel like I had to sort of shield myself from certain things. Um, I mean, there's a few things I wish I'd caught on camera, but then I like just didn't have it rolling. But apart from that, um, I mean, I guess being mic'd up when you go to lose a bit embarrassing. And <laughs> <laughs> um I, I remember thinking sort of you know in the later stages it being like oh I just can't wait to stop narrating my life <laughs> yeah like, today I'm gonna go and do this
0: <laughs> with that in mind that because that's kind of what dad and I do like a loose unit is just us talking non-stop and I mean with that in mind I think you are perfectly positioned Kate to help us with something so dad and I have been camping together once and it was a disaster um <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure if dad remembers it but it was a it was a failed experiment, but if we were to do that thing that everyone out there does, and you did to a degree where you watch alone and you go, oh, yeah. I wonder how I do.
1: Yeah. If oh,
0: yeah. if if we thought, let's give this a crack, what advice would you give to two people who are spectacularly bad in the outdoors? Dad's going to bounce off that <laughs> comment, but what, what advice would you give us as somebody who's been there and done that?
1: I think, I guess you need to just sort of assess your own level of skill and... I guess just try and top up as much knowledge as you can in the in the interim time before you get deployed. I guess, um, but for me, I think it's the mental aspect. If you can, you know, keep yourself warm, dry, and a little bit of food coming in. I think if you've got those base skills, then you really need to think about the the void of human interaction and, you know, I, I, things like meditation and things like that. I found quite powerful out there. So. I reckon just trying to get the brain. And also I think for me, it was very important to have, I mean, who doesn't want $250,000 Yeah, Anyone want to give me $250,000? I'd, I'd take it any day, but you need a, a bigger why than that. That's what you need to sort of um, find that. Cause when you're, you know, you're cold and wet, it's like, ah, eh, stuff it. I don't need $250,000. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, finding a, a bigger
2: why and also Kate one of the really big things in all of this the mental side is the fact that you know there are 11 other people <laughs> you don't know what is going through their minds you don't know whether they've all pulled the yeah. plug and you yeah. could be just out there for for months and months and months and everyone's gone home but and no one knows <laughs> and that would really really mess with your mind <laughs>
1: I mean, that you know, you'd hope they come and get you once you're the final one there. But um, yes, yeah, look, there is an element of thinking about, oh, I wonder how everyone else is doing. But that's that that's the crazy psychology of it, isn't it? If you're gunning to win the show, you know, one more day, one more day, one more day and bang, you could do it. So there is a very strange psychology to that, not having that input.
2: I'm looking at Kate's face and Kate, you're, you're beaming and I, 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 I don't know you, but I will say this based on my time in forensics, and I don't know whether you know anything about <laughs> but it's pretty fucked up. So the thing yes. is, Kate, that I can see in your face that this has been the most incredible life, possibly altering experience, and it's something that you probably will pass down to your daughter because it, it it is a pretty messed up world, and I think it's a shame that we can't disengage occasionally. And I... I didn't know you before the experience, but to me, you seem so together. It's just...
1: Oh, thanks for that, John. Um, yeah, look, you know, motherhood certainly challenges the uh, feeling together, but thank you very much.
0: We've also not been we're calling not. you Dr. Kate, which is the correct, because oh. you've got a PhD, so you're a, you're a doctor. And also, I mean, didn't even mention this. You had a five-year career in the military. You were in the Royal Australian Navy, although... The, oh, here's a question. Did any of your underwater skills apply above ground, or are they all very... <laughs> environment specific uh
1: my underwater from the navy um like uh, in the navy we just sat on the boat and bounced around we never went underneath
0: (laughs) that is very disappointing (laughs) yeah honestly i i really do thank you for your time today i we are such big fans of alone and it's so nice to talk to somebody who's come back and not to see them sort of like shivering in the corner you know trying to light a fire like still you know still deeply affected because there's that bit at the end of castaway where tom hanks is you know back back amongst people and he just doesn't know quite what to do with himself whereas you seem like you've you've got it together
1: it's interesting isn't it like um there's definitely like a level of trauma that comes with an experience like that you know the the whole idea of the show is to push yourself to the absolute limit and Mm. by doing that it's bloody hard and it's very uncomfortable and I think it's almost good that you know it was filmed a little while ago and I've had time in my own little shell to process that without having the I guess the the focus of how was your experience I'm like I don't know (laughs) I'm still processing it so I, I think it's been nice to be able to have that space to yeah break it down myself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, Dr. Kate, there we go. I did it. I did it right. Uh, Dr. Kate, (laughs) thank you so much for chatting to us. And everyone who's listening right now, make sure you watch Alone Australia. And if you're watching it and are wondering how long you would last, uh, probably not not as long as you think, or maybe longer, who knows? Watch Alone Australia stream free from Wednesday, March 29 on SBS On Demand. (laughs)